Hello, Janet, and welcome again to the Church Matters Chair. Well, thanks, Dan. It's always great to be here with you. Ever been to the church in China, Janet? I have, but not nearly as often as our guest for this part two episode of The Church in China. And that would be Jeanette Hansen, right? Sure is. Will you bring our listeners up to date? Last episode, we introduced you to Jeanette Hansen, who's been an international church ministry worker in China since 1992 with Mennonite Church Canada. We began by asking her if the church matters in China and why. We will continue that conversation today. Great. You have another scripture text for us today? I do. Matthew 5, 13 to 16, a very familiar text. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bushel basket but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. This is part two of the two-part episode on why the church matters in China. And a special welcome back to you, Jeanette, international ministry worker in China. Welcome back. Thanks, Janet. It's good to be back. There's a group emerging in China that is resonating strongly with the Anabaptist theology. It's called China Vision. Can you tell us about that group? China Vision is a fellowship of uh, Chinese pastors and church leaders who have come together for mutual learning, mutual support. They really want to work together to draw the larger church toward biblical ministry and with a goal of active living missional congregations. So they see their network as doing together what congregations can't do alone. One example is Sunday school teacher training. One of the congregations was doing this really well. Others with absolutely no experience in Sunday school, nobody in the congregation had even attended Sunday school, were struggling with starting a Sunday school program. So they linked together. What happened was Sunday school teachers were trained and brand new Sunday school started, and then they had the resources to share in their area of China. So China Vision-related congregations have also begun to share in financial ways with each other, joint training classes. Their highest priority right now is training church leaders. In some areas of China, there's one trained church leader for every 10,000 Christians. So you can see this is an enormous need. And do these church leaders get paid like a pastor would in Canada, or are they bivocational or lay pastors? That really varies from one congregation to another. Some pastors are paid, all pastors are paid poorly. Some are paid by the congregation. Some are bivocational. In the newly emerging urban churches in China, uh, pastors tend to be bivocational uh, with uh, a career or profession on the side. But as the church grows, they also want to hire full-time pastors. And in these urban churches, they have the financial resources to be able to do that. Now, this China vision, from what I understand, it's growing very quickly. Why is that? Well, in China, numbers are always large. Someone told me that's why there's a stereotype of Chinese students being good at math, because they always have to multiply and divide everything by 1.3 billion people. (laughs) But China vision has come together very quickly. Uh, They are existing congregations or networks of congregations. So these aren't new church plants where where new believers are coming in. 
These are existing congregations and networks of congregations that are coming together. It's not new believers and new congregations. Pastor Sun, who's the chairman of the Board of China Vision, told me once, all these years we've been getting it wrong. We've been working really hard to get people into the church. Now we have churches bursting at the seams with people who don't know why they're there. And so they want to focus on not building the church, but they see their call as the church to build the kingdom of God. And they're calling everyone to come along and be part of that. He says it's like giving the other half of the message. And so Pastor Sun's congregation is increasing their involvement in communities, reaching out, bringing the good news of the gospel by loving their neighbors. How old is the China Vision Network? Well, it's very new. Um, we've been working with uh, different church partners for more closely in the last 15 years. But only within the last five years, we've begun to connect them to each other. And then a year and a half ago, we had a meeting where we invited all of our church partners together to meet each other more formally. And after that, it just took off. And every meeting after that, they've invited us to the table as they have uh, shared vision and plans and made connections with others who also share this vision of building missional communities. And this is rallied around Anabaptist theology. There are people within the network who would call themselves uh, Anabaptists. There are others who would say that Anabaptist theology is something that they've known all along, but they thought they were the only strange people in their community or in their fellowship. And there are others who don't know much about what Anabaptist theology is at all, but they're attracted to concepts like servant leadership, and discipleship, and what they see as putting legs to their faith. What personally now inspires you about your work in China? Oh, that's an easy answer because it's the people. The church leaders I work with are, are people who work with much joy. And they work in, with such urgency. Not urgency as in they think that they have to save the world, but they just feel that um, everything they have and everything they are belongs to God. And they don't really have a life outside their service. Their service encompasses their family life. It encompasses their work. It encompasses their volunteer time. Uh, it's who they are. And they love to celebrate. Um, several months ago, uh, several pastors that I know were um, called into a government agency. Uh, they were criticized for some of the work that they've been doing with university students. And it was a fairly high-level criticism that they faced. And I saw them after the meeting, and they were laughing and teasing each other. They said, hey, this time, they said, you're worse than me, so you, you, should, you shouldn't spend so much time with me. I'm, my bad habits are rubbing off. They, they, they were teasing each other about the criticism that it got from the government. There wasn't fear there at all. And I was a little bit surprised by that. The pastor who was criticized uh, most ferociously that day joked, he said, yeah, I guess my political career is pretty much over. But you know, uh, he said, a dead pig doesn't fear boiling water. And the other pastors just <laughs> howled with laughter. This is a Chinese, a Chinese proverb, of course, as you can guess. Right. A dead pig doesn't fear boiling water. But it was such an incredible picture to me of being dead to the world and alive to Christ. His reputation, it didn't matter. Serving, serving Christ is what mattered to him. I want to be with those people. I want to be part of what they're doing, and I want to learn from them. 
it's, it is truly inspiring. Jeanette, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks to all of our listeners in radio and podcast land. This concludes part two of our two-part episode on how the church matters in China. We'd love to hear what you think about our program. If you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, please write a review about this or any other episode. You can also help to keep Jeanette Hansen and people like her sharing God's good news in China. You can give over the phone, through mail, in person, or online. You can also call us toll-free at 1-866-888-6785 or email churchmatters at mennonitechurch.ca. My name is Janet Plennert. And I'm Dan Dick. Our podcasts sometimes include more good stuff than we have time for on the radio. You can find longer versions on iTunes and other popular podcast providers. You've been listening to Church Matters, where our prayer is that you will be called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Tune in wherever you are, and thanks for listening. As you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and light as people of the Salt and light as people of the way.